Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita from Say Yes with Sharita podcast, where my motto is, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. For the next few days, I am covering the love of God, the love of God. Let's talk about it. Today, I'm coming from the book of Colossians, the book of Colossians chapter three. The first thing that I'd like to say is that there are certain things that we must realize and remember about God. First John 4, 7 and 8 says, God is love. John 3, 16 says, God so loved the world. Jesus came so that he could be an example for everyone. And what he instilled in the people is that If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And the greatest commandment that Jesus said that he left with us is love. The greatest commandment that we have is love. So let's talk about it. In the book of Colossians, chapter 14, it says, Above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness which is the bond of perfectness. And then it also states that in verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to that which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whosoever ye do in word or deed, and whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and him the Father. So I'm going to say, may God have a blessing to the reading of his word for the good and for the edification of our hearts. This text here in the book of Colossians, it literally is addressing many things. If I am exhibiting the love of God, because the Bible says that we are to emulate God, that we are to copy God, not man, not humanity, not our neighbors, not our friends, not the people that are around us, not the people on TV, not the folks on the radio, and just we're not supposed to emulate anything but God. So what we've got to do as we put on the perfect bond of love, it says, and above all these things, put on on charity above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfectness which is the bond of perfectness so what we've got to do at some point is realize that we have got to change second corinthians or second chronicles 7 and 14 says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray And seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins. So we've got to let go of some things. And so that is in the book of 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. 
But as we come to the book of Colossians, you know, the, the writer literally is giving you a very accurate and precise breakdown. And it tells you that we've got to set our affections on things above, not things on earth. So we've got to basically crucify our flesh and we have got to start to shed off the worldly person that we are and let go of some things, which means change has got to manifest. So it says when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, when shall ye also appear with him in glory? So in order to get to God, we've got to do some things. We've got to change a few things that are in our life. The book of Colossians gives us a good breakdown of what we have to do. Because if we love God the way that he loves us, we will let go of those things. So it says mortify, mortify in Colossians 5. It says mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So if we are coveting anything that a person has, we need to get into a spirit and a mindset of repentance. And we need to go to God and say, Lord, I'm going to delight myself in you so that you can give me the desires of my heart, not the desires of another person's heart, not the dreams, the goals and the aspirations of anyone else. But we've got to do some soul searching. So mortify means we've got to kill ungodly desires in our life or we've got to let them go. So when it says mortify, we've got to let go of fornication. We've got to let go of uncleanliness. We've got to let go of inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. It says, for which these things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience. In the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouths. Lie not one to another. See that ye have put off the old man with all of his deeds and have put on a new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So we've got to get to a point in our lives where the Bible says, be ye holy for I am holy. So we've got to start to separate ourselves. We've got to sanctify ourselves. We've got to let go of carnal desires, carnal lust, carnal mindsets, and carnal ways. And we have got to be clothed in humility, clothed in prayer, clothed in faith, clothed in obedience and clothed in repentance but above all things we've got to be clothed in love we have got to be covered in love because god it says put on therefore as the elect of god holy and beloved put on the bowels of mercy kindness humbleness and my of mind humbleness of mind 
meekness and long suffering. So we've got to forbear one another and forgive one another. If any man is quarrelsome, even as Christ forgave, you also forgive. Okay, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection. The Bible teaches that God is coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. So if even the very righteous scarcely make it in, we've got to do all that we can do. And we've got to strive for better because once we know better, we can do better. There's a generation of folks out here that says, well, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones and they make excuses for the sin nature that manifests in their lives. And they don't realize that God is giving you the opportunity because who wants somebody that is unruly, that doesn't want to be obedient, doesn't want to follow direction, wants to be basically, as they would say, hard-headed, mischievous, and out of order? Do you think God wants this kind of conduct in heaven? So we've got to put off our old way of thinking and be conformed to the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of Christ Jesus. So I'm not going to teach today on the reprobated mind, but we've got to know that grace does have a cut off point. Sometimes God says, I've got to give you up and I've got to turn you loose. Sometimes God loves us enough to let us go. So we've got to be prayerful. We've got to be mindful and above all things, we've got to be obedient. So I'm going to close out tonight and just know that this is the recipe for obtaining the blessings of God. Number one, repentance. Number two, faith. Number three, love. Number four is prayer, praise, and then we have worship. So the recipe for success in your spiritual walk is repentance, obedience, prayer, faith, praise, and worship. So that is the way to access the blessings of God. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you will get the right mind and right heart and would like to change. Love covers a multitude of sin, but the spirit of the living God also wants for us to be obedient to his word. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if you love him and keep his commandments, the greatest commandment is love. So if I love the father, which is in heaven, I am going to separate myself and sanctify myself from the things that he does not want me to participate in. So I'm here to tell you that God loves you and that I love you too. And remember, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. And there's always a blessing on the other side of your yes. So say yes today.